Oh, hey, I'm Julia Guerreri, and in this podcast, we talk all about modern spirituality, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. You're holding the pen. This is your story. Welcome to my dream life. Everyone has these ideas. Everyone wants to be a content creator. Everyone wants an online business. No, I don't want to feel like (laughs) I have to like put on makeup and get my hair done to look presentable, like just to dance. Like I'm not selling myself like that. Like I don't, I don't like that. Everybody was teaching it. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. do you guys really love this? Or is it just because this is what the algorithm is high? I know this is not real life, guys. Like, I know that this is just a trend. (laughs) Every time we open up our mouth and we give ideas, we give direction, we provide solution, and we show people the life that they have in their head is a reality, and then it starts to impact their community, their state, the people that they're around because of the conversations that we have through our coaching space. Welcome to the show, Natanya. Thanks, Julia, for inviting me. Of course. So I'd love for you to share more about who you are because you were my first business coach. I don't even know if you knew that, but I want everyone to hear more about you because I think that you are just such a powerful woman in the industry and I'm so excited for everyone to learn more about you. Awesome. Thank you again for having me on your podcast. So I am Natanya and I'm the owner of Natanya Creates. And what I do is I help uh, digital online entrepreneurs. I teach them how to either start, launch and scale their online business. And I've been doing this um, full time actually since September 2020, since the pandemic. Um, but I've been in business for I would say about five years now and really just loving the fact that you can take an idea, you can sell it online, whether it's like a course or a program, and you can literally make thousands of dollars from that. So I love teaching women how they can pull ideas from their imagination, from their mind, and have that become a reality where they can have a full-time income from that. I love that. And I think well, you have more than one business, right? Mm-hmm, I do. So I have... Share more um, about that. Absolutely. So I have Natanya Creates, which is um, business coaching, digital marketing, and a little bit more of, let's say, like a personal brand. And then I also have Shop Chocolate, and that is um, a product-based business where I sell apparel to encourage um, women of color who are in the creative and online industry. I love that. So cool. I love everything about your mission. I think one of my favorite parts about you is your story and where you were before all of this. So Mm -hmm. tell everyone how you kind of stumbled into online business. Yeah. So, oh my God. So (laughs) I started an online business and they, you guys can't see what I'm doing. The quotations, an (laughs) online business, uh, two years into my nursing degree. So, I went to school to be a registered nurse. It's a four-year degree. And I remember two years into my degree, I'm like, I really feel called uh, to entrepreneurship. And before my nursing degree, I was like um, doing like just other like small things on the side. And I really had a joy to create content. So I was creating content just like as a whole, just creatively. And other people said like, oh, can you make me a flyer for my events and so forth. So I started to do that on the side. I also made a website for myself at the time. And it wasn't anything like business related. But I remember 
just really feeling called to like, wow, I think I can actually do entrepreneurship full time. And my funny enough, and it's not like, I should have made the connection, but my dad's an entrepreneur. He runs his own mm. um, business as well. So it didn't really like dawn on me that like, maybe this is something that I really should go into. And I remember telling my parents like, hey, like, I know that I'm in this nursing degree, but I really want to like go into business. And I remember them telling me like, well, you know, just make sure that you finish your degree. They weren't really supportive initially. And I understand why of like any parent wants their child to be successful and to be financially stable. And at the time, it really was just like a hobby. It wasn't anything that was doing the side. Um, but I remember starting my account, which was formerly called Watch Her Work, where I really just wanted to mm. encourage women to um, like do the work that's needed for you to build the life that you want. Um, in the sense where it was really just like motivational, encouraging pieces of content. And this was more so just of like an account that I started. And I remember that same year, which was 2018, October 2018, where I, um, was just creating content on a consistent basis. And somebody just messaged me saying like, you know, what is your rate for uh, a coaching call? And I was like, in my head, I was like, rate for what? Like, what? Like, wh what do you even, I don't even know what that is. I've never done that before. But, you know, before the, the before the 24 hours ending, I had a rate, which was $30. <laughs> it wasn't anything significant. It was $30 for 30 minutes. Uh, and they, they booked and, I was in that moment, I was like, I didn't do anything to get this. I didn't market a service or a brand. I didn't do anything to to have a client. And it was really in that moment where I realized that this is something that I could do. So I just started to slowly promote um, that as a service. <clears throat> and I did it for free a lot of the time. So it wasn't like I had people just lined up yeah. back and forth. It was a lot of like just doing it for free. Um, and I got a lot of testimonials from that. And that was how I got more clients. That. And that was how I built my business. This is so inspiring for so many reasons. And I have so many questions that I want to unpack with you. But I guess the first thing is tapping more into that calling. Like, mm -hmm. tell us more what you mean by that. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of our listeners have that same intuitive feeling like, I want to build a business. I want to pursue something different. I want this like life of freedom that a job will never give you. Absolutely. So what did that calling feel like? Yeah. So... The calling felt like I could work a job. And I think, I think before anyone kind of gets into entrepreneurship, I think majority of us are familiar with working some type of job, whether it's like a part-time job or whatever that mm -hmm. may look like. And having that experience, it really kind of just, kind of just confirms initially if you're called into business or not because there are some creatives and some online businesses and just entrepreneurs as a whole we're like we just can't do this like we are only working this job to uh pay the bill but like mm. it, it, it's it's a it's such a deep drive of just being miserable or knowing that like this is just not for me or knowing that this is only yeah. temporary and then daydreaming about different things that you could be doing in the time that you're working that job. So that was what, that is like a common theme that I've, I've heard of many other entrepreneurs share and have as well. And then as well as, um, really just being creative on your own in the sense where 
throughout your day, you're, you just naturally have ideas. So that's mm-hmm. probably a confirmation that you're, you're creative and you are called to the creative market in the industry because not, I, I realize that not everybody thinks like that. I realize like, even when I look at my husband, he doesn't like social media. It's not for him. He'll only post yeah. here and there. It's me who's like, babe, make a post, right? <laughs> but for us, it just comes so natural. And yeah. that's how I knew that. Wow. Like, I know that how I think and the thoughts that I have and the ideas that I have feel very natural and common sense to me, but it's not to other people. And that's because not everybody's called to business. So I would say if you're listening to this show right now and you're thinking, am I called to business or not? I'm not quite sure. Really just kind of ask yourself, like, do, do these things come natural to you? Does finding solutions in the everyday life of finding different ways to run something or finding different ways to solve another person's problem. Um, do these things come natural to you? You may be called to entrepreneurship. I love that. And it's so powerful because people don't realize that not everyone has these mm-hmm. gifts. Not everyone has these tendencies. And I think when we're in it, you know, speaking from an entrepreneur's perspective, It's like, you're like, everyone thinks like this. Everyone Mm -hmm. has these ideas. Everyone wants to be a content creator. Everyone wants an online business. No, it's not true. There's so much potential for people. And I'm so happy that we've been able to share kind of that feeling, that calling more with the listeners to say, hey, if you're feeling that intuitive nudge, follow it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, it's it's so powerful because... You just can't shake it. And that's when you also know that, hey, like, I really think yeah. I'm supposed to do this. It's those nudges where you have to be sensitive enough to kind of hear and feel of like, you know, I just can't shake this feeling. I think that mm-hmm. that's a confirmation to unpack it some more. It's a confirmation yeah. to dive deep into that and really yeah. lean into why am I feeling this way? Why can't I shake this? Why am I wired how I am? Yeah. And I want to go back into those earlier days for you when you're like, mm-hmm. someone landed in my DM saying, what's your rate? You know, cause I think a lot of people are always like, where am I going to find clients? How am I going to get people to sign up? And I actually had a similar experience where that's how I got into coaching. People yeah. were asking me and I was like, I get like literally the same exact experience as you. So how would you say if you were just starting out or someone listening, just starting out, like what would be your first tip for them to start working with their first few people and even speaking to working with clients for free? Yeah, I think that if you have an idea or some way to work with clients for free, I think that initially, if you're just getting started, I think you should go for it. I know that there can be a narrative of like, you know, you should charge and charge high ticket or charge like these premium prices. And I'm a believer in that because I do that myself. But if you're getting started, you don't have a lot of trust in the online space just yet. And that's fine Mm. because we all have to develop that. So it's really just understanding I'm getting started what will it take for me to uh, put something out on social media or online and for somebody to convert? What will that look like? What will that take? And if it means doing 15 or 20-minute consultations um, or 20-minute yeah. Q&A via Zoom and you're doing this for free and they write you a testimonial, I think that is more than enough for you to get started in your business because 
that's practiced for you, right? Before you do move into charging, you want to make sure that you have at least have an understanding. I wouldn't use the word you have found your voice, but you have Mm -hmm. an understanding of your voice because when I'm moving into coaching, I have an understanding of the voice that I'm going to use as a coach versus the voice that I'm going to use when I'm catching up with a friend or when I'm talking to my husband. And that comes from practice. It's not going to come from me creating content and just posting the content online. And it's not necessarily only going to come from me, you know, just showing up online. So it comes through that one-to-one experience. And you want to make sure that you have that before you move into And again, you don't have to have it, but you have an understanding of it before you move into Mm -hmm. charging. So if you are like extremely shy and and nervous uh, and really just uncertain how you would move into a coaching call, whether it's um, a 20 minute coaching call or a one to one session, then maybe you just need a little bit more practice. Um, even if you have family or friends, some role play or something where you can just kind of understand how do you ask questions? How do you dig mm-hmm. deeper into the conversation to pull out the problems or the barriers that your client is facing? And how can you present a solution? That's like coaching right there. And it does take some time to understand that process as you're speaking to people. So that's a learning curve that every coach Mm -hmm. has to learn. So it's just being able to like understand that and then you can absolutely charge for that later on. I love that. And another light bulb that went off for me while you were saying this is something that you've been talking about a lot in your content recently, which I love and I stand by this so much, is that like your Instagram account is not a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's a business Absolutely. and treating it like a business. Followers don't equal cash. I was dying yesterday at your post <laughs> about the lemonade stand. I commented, you're like, this is not a lemonade stand. This is a business. Period. I love that. Can you speak to that? Yeah, because I feel like oftentimes when we run an Instagram account, we know it's for a business. We can tie in like lifestyle content, uh, personal brand content. And we know that we know the content can, that can get a lot of likes that can get a lot of engagement. And when we move into selling and we're talking about our business or our offer a product, sometimes the reaction is, is not going to be as high as like a funny video. And we have mm-hmm. to be comfortable Knowing that we are running a business, this is not just a personal brand. I'm not just here to share lifestyle content. I'm not just here to make you laugh or to make you feel inspired or motivated. And though those are wonderful aspects to a uh, an account that makes people come back and makes people um, really want to follow back, you're also running a business. And if you're running a business, you're here to make a profit. And if you're here to make a profit, you got to talk about the offer. So even when uh, I've experienced that my engagement, I wouldn't say engagement per se, but like, let's say I'm selling my stories. I know that my story view count, it likely will be lower if I was just motivating my community for that entire week. And I've gotten to the place mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable knowing that I'm running a business And I do have an offer that I'm so excited to share about. So I'm going to share about that. And if people don't resonate with that, then maybe they're not the people who should be following me right now. Mm, I love that. And that's so true. 
being able to let go of who's no longer aligned with what you're doing because say someone finds you on a viral video or on a thread or something that someone sent them and they're like, oh, I love this thread, but then they get to know you more and maybe they're like, you know what? I don't align with these offers. I probably wouldn't work with this person. You don't want them in your community anyways exactly. because if they're not interested in taking it one step further and it doesn't always have to mean buying something because we know those clients, there will be people in your community that will never buy yeah. and that's okay. But if you don't want to stick around for everything, then it's like you shouldn't want people there and also giving that trust that they can come back into yeah. the customer journey whenever they want. So good. That is so, so good. I think we can be, we can take it personal. So for you to say that you can come back in the customer journey whenever you want, you can follow back whenever you want, or you can honestly put us on mute, right? Right? I think, I think, I don't think everyone has that mindset. And it's, that is a growth mindset right there to say, I'm, I'm completely confident. I'm comfortable with where I'm at. And if you want to come whenever you're ready, you can. And if you're not ready, or you're not interested. That's fine as well. That's so beautiful. Yes, absolutely. I love how we're kind of just always on that like aligned energy. And I think a big thing that you're really good at is selling. So I'd love to talk about selling more. And a big question that I get a lot from my clients, listeners, followers is they'll always be like, how do I sell without the ick? How do I sell without it feeling sticky? Right. And how can you reframe in your mindset what selling means for you? Yeah, this is a question that I do get often because I think that there has been some selling tactics that other people have taught and it does make people feel extremely uncomfortable mm -hmm. and they don't resonate. They, they may work, but they don't really resonate with people to their core. And when they have to move into a place of selling, then that already feels so unnatural and so uncomfortable. And that's how you have that, that, uh, that tug where it's like, I know that I should be doing this, but I don't really want to do this or I don't like how I, how I did yeah. it in the past. So one thing that I would say is that I don't want any of my clients and even any of the listeners to think that you have to move into this place of selling or you have to move mm -hmm. into this place of launching. I think you can learn different tactics of what that will look like of launching and selling, but I would prefer the approach to consistently be in communication with your community, whether that's on a daily basis mm. or every other day or a few times throughout the week. That feels more comfortable and natural because you are already speaking to people who likely are mm. already warmed up. So if you're looking yeah. at, okay, I'm going to be selling, I want to speak to people who are already familiar with my offer or who are already familiar with who I am and how I do things and they know my teaching style, they know my voice, they know how I give feedback, they know like they, they are familiar with me, then that is going to be so much easier to sell because it's going to be so natural because you already have been having these conversations. And that's why I really believe in creating a lot of touch points within your business to speak to other human beings. It's not just enough to create content. It's not just enough mm -hmm. to show up, but you want to be able to speak to potential leads 
with no strings attached approach. So whether this is through the DMs and you're just speaking to them through the DMs and you're not looking for anything back from that, or you're, you're asking like questions in your CTA at the end of your captions mm -hmm. and you're letting people chime in, share their thoughts or an invitation for people to drop questions there, or when you're doing your Instagram lives, having people drop their questions there. Why this is important is because I, I have realized that in like the five years of my business, people remember the ones who helped them. They may not always remember the mm. tips that you gave them. They may not always remember the hacks and the that the growth tips and the hacks and the strategies, but people remember that you went out of your way to help them. So if you have a servitude approach to your business, you're naturally going to attract more people and you're naturally going to convert more people because it's going to be through those individual um, conversations where you build your business brick by brick through those conversations, through you having conversations with other people and other people can see that as well, that, wow, like you really, you, you're really here for us. Like you really are ready yes. to support us. People are observing that as well. So it's not necessarily that I'm, I'm having these one-to-one -one conversations and I, with leads and the, they convert. It's, it's the mindset. It's your approach of I'm actually here to serve my community and whatever that will look like, I'm here to do that. What I, well, I also say just to, uh, wrap up this point is mm -hmm. make sure that you're not crossing any boundaries within yourself as a, as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So especially for service space, we can be sometimes overly generous and give out information yes. that you can reserve in some paid sessions. My rule of thumb is you can ask one question and you can ask a follow-up, but anything more than that will then be in a paid session so that way you have a, some boundaries before people think like wow like her dms are always open i can always come in and ask all my questions and get support mm. like that and some may run, want to run their business that way but i do think you should have conversations in your dms no strings attached no expectation for that person to buy yes this is so huge Have you ever dreamed of being surrounded by like-minded female entrepreneurs who are also on a journey to create their dream life and business? If you answered yes, don't worry. I have been there right there with you. Seriously, this is why I decided to create the Conscious Creator Club, which is a free community with now hundreds of people from around the world on a mission to also achieve what I like to call sweet freedom, spiritual wealth, emotional, energetic, and time freedom. Guys, I am not kidding you. This group is so new nourishing, supportive, and uplifting. I don't even know where these magical humans came from because they are just so divine and I'm so beyond grateful that we have created such a safe space on our corner of the internet. In our group, we share ideas, we dream big, and honestly just support one another as a collective. I can't even explain how important it is to be surrounded by the right energy and that's why I wanted to create the space for people to feel comfortable asking questions, receive support, and as a free gift for you, I decided to include a totally 100% free course just for every single person that signs up. So this is really exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. I'm in there daily and it's just super 
supportive, uplifting, nourishing, and it's seriously my favorite place to be in my business. So it really is more than a community. It's a movement, the conscious creator movement. And my mission is to connect visionaries from around the world who are on this mission to create their dream life and business. So make sure you click the link in the show notes. Join us today. It's totally free. And thank you so much to the Conscious Creator Club for sponsoring this episode. Not overextending yourself, but still being generous. I think you said it perfectly, setting boundaries. Where do I cross the line? Mm -hmm. Where is it important for me to say, you know, this is something that would be on a paid basis. And I think what's really important about this is knowing yourself so much, because like for me, I like your rule of thumb. And for me, like, I don't necessarily say like, oh, one question or one this. Instead, I'll really like intuitively feel into it and be like, is this person really like trying to take something from me? Or is this person really want the help? And I so agree with what you're saying about people remember people who help them. My mom always has said to me all my life, uh, people will forget what you said, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's exactly what you're saying. And it's so true. Like think about people when they, my my love language is receiving gifts. So it's like, think of the people who always give you a gift or wrote you a card or like just did that little thing. And this is the way you're going to stand out in the online space. I totally believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because not everybody is doing that. And that was what I realized. Some people are just only showing up. Like if I got to show up, they tick their box. If that's what it means to grow a business, then I'm going to show up. But it's not just showing up. It's showing up. It's creating the content and it's actually serving your community. So it's having that mindset of I'm not just here to create content and log off of Instagram or TikTok or whatever app you're using. You're really, you really are here to help somebody else. And that's how, again, you know that you're called to entrepreneurship because you'll naturally have conversations and then start to have solutions or ways to, yeah. to alleviate these pain points or ways to uh, create a transformation or help people get to the next level that they're trying to be at. I love that. So you've built this amazing brand, Natanya Creates. You have Shop Chocolate. You have really built an awesome clientele. I'm obsessed with your content. What's next for you? Like, where do you see your brand growing to? And I'd love to also kind of talk into where you see the industry going and how you're adapting to that. Yeah, that is such a great question. So I think for, for me right now, I'm, I'm really trying to understand my audience better. Um, in mm-hmm. the, in the sense where I know that there's a lot of things that I could be doing and a lot of ideas that I think are great and that I could run and launch. But I really want to make sure that I really understand the people that are on my page, the people who are following me back and what they mm. need and how I can best serve that. So I'm, I'm even thinking about like in-person events or um, in-person retreats or um like national tours um, across North America, yeah. just different ways to really connect so cool. because I really would like to take what I'm doing off of online and make it in person and have more of that human connection. Um, I also want to think of different ways that I can expand um, the different services that I offer, whether it looks like 
um, having like in-house copywriters or in-house uh, content creators or in-house uh, brand um, brand experts because I know that I can do a lot of like the digital marketing, the business coaching, and I know that I can create content and I do that for myself. But I'm thinking of different ways of how I can serve my community, whether this is through like independent contractors or the like templates. Just different ways to bridge those gaps so that way when people do come in contact with me and my business and my service, they get a full rounded experience. It's not just mm. uh, the business coaching or it's not just the programs, but they also get the tools they need to move forward. So thinking of that, what that's going to look like, where I think the industry is going is I think more and more people really want um, an experience and they are... I think a bit tired and the word I'm looking for is just not as impressed with tips, hacking the algorithm and like quick growth tips that may work temporarily, but it doesn't allow them to have the business of their dreams. And I think that's what a lot of people, I think everybody really wants that and people have been wanting that. But I think what I I saw last year in 2022 with Instagram and the algorithm was that a lot of people were finding different ways to grow and grow quickly. And it wasn't, I don't think it was a sustainable mm. way to actually grow a business, build a brand and scale your income. So yes, we can do a lot of like the trending audio and the, uh, the reels and really just trying to figure out ways to get on the algorithm. But that, as I think we have noticed that it can just attract a lot of people in your content can go viral, but it may not necessarily be the people that um, should be following you, the people who are ready to invest and the people who are ready to buy from you. So what I'm seeing now in 2023 is people have really just like kind of woken up and said like, I don't, I don't want this or I never wanted this or yeah. I want something more. I want something deeper. I really want to actually be able to run my business and not always be online anyways. I want to be able to yeah. have income that generates on its own so I can live my best life off of Instagram. So I'm seeing yeah. that pivot. And I think that was the purpose still of having a business, but I'm seeing that pivot be more emphasized and mainstreamed in 2023 mm -hmm. with a focus of video marketing. So a lot more um, videos where people are talking through. Julie, you do it amazing on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, okay. and I think you're, you would honestly be one of the pioneers who have been doing that because it's not as popular on Instagram as we've seen mm. it on TikTok. So I do think that type of video content approach is even more popular. Um, less of like voiceovers and trending audio and, the, and those type of reels because people still want the educational content. People still want to learn. I think people also want to learn how that experience and be able to see that I can actually build this business and enjoy it in real life off of Instagram as well. I love that. I resonate with so much of what you're saying, especially when it comes to wanting to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Mm -hmm. So I think in 2020, right, when we started our businesses, even 2021 was a lot of three tips to success, yep. three hacks. And that got played out so quickly, even yesterday, right? And going back to launching, like I never say that I'm launching. I say I'm launching all the time. Like my launch started the minute I decided I was going to have a launch. So <laughs> So I was talking with a client who ended up buying into my program last night. She was like, 
we were talking and she was like, you know, I'm tired of these blueprints. I'm tired of these blueprints to success. And I was like, that is actually what inspired me to create my program that yes, there's proven tried and true strategies, but that doesn't mean that you have to copy and paste them into your business. It means this is what works what has worked for someone else because when someone says they have a proven whatever the fuck it's literally just them yeah. saying this worked for me so it could work for you but how can you draw inspiration from that and make it your own is really how i look at it it sounds like how you look at it and going back to that like original content idea that you're saying about TikTok. So I, you know, for the past few months was like, well, everyone's saying use trending audio, use these trends. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my page. Like what I put this morning, I'm like, let me try it again. It doesn't work. Like these trending sounds are so saturated. Like that shit worked in 2020. It's just not working anymore. People want originality. There's so many content creators. Why should they follow you? Why, why you come with your voice? Like be original. Stop trying to follow a template. Just be yourself and it's all going to work out. Yep. Yep. Exactly what you say. What you said is exactly what I preach as well. And even just like, even when you're coaching, right? The encouragement and the focus should be, yes. if, you're, if you're an awesome coach, it should be, this is what has yes. worked for me. This is what has worked for um, the other past clients. But you can still modify this and customize it for you to be unique and find your own voice. If you're not living that out for yourself as a coach, it's going to be near impossible to coach that. It's going to be impossible for you to inspire other people to do that as well. If your focus is, you know, let me just follow the next person who's successful. And then you're going to, you're going to actually feed that into your clients. You're going to feed that into your content because you're not confident enough to rely on your own ideas and your own beliefs and your own values because you're not sure if they're going to work. So you'd rather give into the fear of, well, I'm not sure if it's going to work and I'm going to play it safe than to take the risk and create content that people may not necessarily resonate with, but it's actually your truth. And it's the content that like it's content that you own. It's content that you want to see on your page. So I think that's like the biggest, trust me, like I, I, I've had this conversation with myself because I'm so frustrated of the, the trending audio was so frustrating because I'm like, I actually don't care for this. And <laughs> I it, like, I honestly, I didn't care for it. I'm like, so relatable. it just is not for me. I don't want to dance today. I don't want to feel like <laughs> I have to like put on makeup and get my hair done to look presentable, like just yeah. to dance. Like I'm not selling myself like that. Like I don't, I don't like that. So when I, I, but, but it was hard because everybody was teaching it and it's just like, do you guys really love this? Or is it just because this is what the algorithm is high? And that's where I started to have mistrust with yeah. people because I'm like, I know this is not real life, guys. Like, I know that this is just a trend. <laughs> and that's what we saw. We saw the announcement that happened in 2023 um, where Adam was like, yeah, I think we prioritize video. Now we're going to do a balance. And I'm like, yeah, it was only a matter of time. I said this actually January so 2022, that this is just a trend. However long it yeah. lasts, it is just a trend. And people have built entire businesses off of a trend. And I think that's really scary because Instagram, um, what I saw from another content creator is that Instagram rewards people 
from the trending reels and the, the viral content, but you don't actually have mm. like a sustainable business that you're going to be able to run after the trends have expired. So it's really just learning. How can I be myself online? How can I show up as who I am? Whether that is a slow and steady approach, take that. It's better than, it's better to have that than to blow up overnight and to think that you have a business and you don't. Like I'm so lit up by everything that you said because the thing is like a lot of people like now speaking to already established business owners, like is your business really a business if you're not making sales? Mm -hmm. There's two types of people on social media. Are you a creator or are you a CEO? And Mm -hmm. I think that we're serving people who are in the middle but more towards the CEO. So it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to hop on a trend because my niche is this once in a while. Maybe I'm going to do a talking head video. Maybe I'm going to do this transformation thing. But at the end of the day, it all comes back to what am I selling? A business is only a business if it makes sales. Mm -hmm. And to sell something, you need something to offer. You Mm -hmm. have to have substance. There's way too many people. Don't even get me started with the coaching industry on Instagram because Mm -hmm. that's a whole conversation (laughs) of, you know, just flashing big numbers. Like you and I talk about how much money we make. We're transparent about money, but that's not our whole business. My whole business is not the amount of money I make in a year. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people are getting stuck because there's no substance. And that's really what I'm taking from this conversation is the substance, be yourself, show Mm -hmm. up authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that is what people need to see and that is what people need to hear. So if we create a narrative that's one-sided that says it's just about the money or it's just about, oh, did your, did your real go, go viral or not? And if it didn't go viral, here's five ways to hack the algorithm. It's yes. like, that's a cap. I don't actually care for that because like, I just, I, I honestly don't care for that. I want to build a business that I can enjoy offline. Okay, that is the goal as well. So it's really about not creating a one-sided narrative that only pushes flashy numbers, people enrolling. Um, My content did so well today. I'm so happy. Like, where is the substance behind that? It's about your impact. It's about your influence. Who are you impacting? I remember I had a call with one of my past clients and she was like, you have no idea the amount of people that you have helped um, through just your coaching calls or through your programs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, but she broke it down in a way where I said, wow, like God is so good. Like I didn't even know that this was the, the ripple impact that because you have one conversation with somebody, their life is going to change, which impacts their family, their immediate circle, their community. And then it impacts the clients that they are serving because you had the conversation with them. And it's a ripple effect. Every time we open up our mouth and we give ideas, we give direction, we provide solution and we show people the life that they have in their head is a reality. And then it starts to impact their community, their state, um, the people that they're around because of the conversations that we have through our coaching space. Like that was so like, I, I was, I was actually mind blown by how she broke it down because I'm like, I hear it all the time. Like, Oh, this was so Mm -hmm. helpful. But she broke it down in a way where this is so much bigger than a a piece of content. This is so much bigger than a reel. This is so much bigger than a TikTok video or an email that you sent out. You're impacting lives. That is a substance. This is so fire. I'm so lit up, especially because 
This is something I've been thinking about a lot. And I always say like, God, the universe is always giving us that confirmation right when we need it. Mm -hmm. Like yesterday, I was kind of just like in a low vibe. I was tired. It was gloomy, like just totally not my day. And I was starting to get into this spiral. I was like, my content sucks. My, should I create this course? Mm -hmm. Does anybody want it? Like all those honest limiting beliefs that we all have as CEOs. (laughs) But then I caught myself and I was like, this is so not truth. This is my ego creeping up on me. This is an old story that I used to have coming to play. Like this is so not me. And I kind of just talked myself out of it. And what was crazy was then I get this email, Mm -hmm. which is like so random. Like I get emails, but like if someone's emailing you, like they're really, really in your content matrix. Like they're really deep in the customer journey. And she replied to one of my emails and she was like, Julia, like I love your content so much. Like just said all this nice stuff. And I was like, what's your Instagram? Like I'd love to talk to you more further on DMs. So I DM her and I was like, how did you find my page? Because I'm kind of doing some R&D, like where are people finding me and things like that. She sent me the most beautiful, thoughtful messages that I could have ever received saying how she stumbled upon my video and then she started listening to my podcast. Now she listens every day at 5 a.m. at the gym. I've showed her what's possible. She took my free course, like just this whole ripple effect, exactly what you're talking about. And she's like, now I believe I can buy my dream home, provide for my kids. I know I'm not meant to work a full-time job. And it's like, if I like imagine me saying those things I was saying yesterday morning, and then I end the day with her saying something like that. And I'm like, if I could just impact one person like that, Mm -hmm. that's enough for me to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you, um, you interrupted that thought process. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck because they don't interrupt the thought process and they let mm. that thought process take root where they believe it and to the point where they don't take action. And that's where a lot of people get stuck yes. and they become paralyzed because they genuinely have convinced themselves that we've heard it. What your thoughts is, is the, is the life that you create. If you think it enough, yes. you're going to believe it's true, even if it's not true. Yes. So it's really about interrupting that thought pattern and that thought process to say, this may be how I feel, but it's not true. I may feel like nobody is resonating with yeah. my content because I haven't had that external validation in a long time, but I can look back yeah. at the past, my, my track record, the clients that I've helped. I remember when I was thinking like, I just, I don't think I can actually do this. And I look back at those testimonials and I look back at the success that my students have had. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be financial success as well. It's, you changed yes. my life. Like I genuinely believe that I can do it and I'm going to continue to do this until it happens. Like that is hope that people did not have because their mindset was not yeah. even expanded to believe that this is a reality that yeah. may potentially happen to them. Like, it's different levels that you have unlocked in other people's minds. And that's so powerful. This conversation is so beautiful and so amazing. I love speaking to you all the time. <laughs> and you just bring so much like genuine value. Like, it's so easy. I mean, I think for people like you and us now, we can mm-hmm. see right through people and yep. we can be like, okay, this is a transactional relationship mm-hmm. or a transformational relationship where you actually want to help people. Yeah. And every time I think of like, who are the, the trailblazers in the industry? Who are the people that are really here to do the impact work? And I think of you because oh. you really <laughs> just have such a good heart. You really like, 
put yourself online in a way that's like truly trying to help people. And I love that about you. Thank you so much. I, it's not easy and I don't always get it right as well. And I'm, I'm learning so much from that, but just to hear you say that, that, that means the world. And I learned a lot from you as well, more so TikTok because on TikTok, you are, you're, you're just <laughs> there. And I, I look at your videos and I'm so inspired. I'm so inspired just of how you show up at your consistency, your level of discipline, and the fact that you are also here to help people as well. And I really value and respect what you are putting out and just looking at your journey as a whole, where you are now versus where you were when we first met. I'm like, this is not the same, Julie. Like, this is not the same girl. You have <laughs> shifted. You have evolved. You have changed. And from the moment that we've met, I knew you were an expert. But just to see you blossom and grow into that role is so inspiring. And I know that you're impacting thousands of people as well. Every time you make that post, every time you even sell, you're impacting people, you're inspiring people because you are confidently owning your truth and owning what you have on the inside. And you genuinely want to give that out and serve other people. So I'm inspired by you as well. And I really, really respect you. Thank you so much, Natania. That was so sweet. I love you. I'm so happy you came on. Where can people find you? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Natanya Creates, on YouTube at Tanya the Creative, and on TikTok at Natanya Creates as well. And you can also join my email list if you head over to my Instagram account and tap the link in my bio as well. Yay, amazing. And we'll leave all the links for everybody below. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. And this is going to be a really good episode. I can't wait for people to listen. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it or just to listen to it again. Thanks again for having me.